0: Section thirty eight of the Boy Scouts Handbook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Boy Scouts Handbook by the Boy Scouts of America. Section thirty eight Games and Athletic Standards. The Games Part Two. Tilting in the Water. For this, we usually have two boats or war canoes manned by four men each. These are a spearman, who is also a captain, a pilot, and two oarsmen. The spearman is armed with a light pole or bamboo, eight or ten feet long, with a soft pad on each end. Sometimes this is further provided with a hook. This is a forked branch with limbs a foot long. One is lashed to the bamboo, the other projecting out a foot, and slightly backward. The end of the spear and the fork are now thoroughly padded with burlap to the shape of a duck's head and bill, and it must be cased and waterproof, to keep it from getting wet and heavy. The object of the hook is to change suddenly from pushing, and to pull the enemy by hooking round his neck. Each boat should have a quarter deck or raised platform at one end, on which the spearman stands. TILTING SPEAR The battle is fought in rounds and by points. To put your opponent back into the canoe with one foot counts you five, two feet, ten. If he loses his spear, you count five, excepting when he is put overboard. If you put him down on one knee on the fighting deck, you count five, two knees, ten. If you put him overboard, it counts twenty-five. One hundred points is a round. A battle is for one or more rounds, as agreed on. It is forbidden to hook or strike below the belt. The umpire may dock for fouls. Canoe tag. Any number of canoes or boats may engage in this. A rubber cushion, a hot water bag full of air, any rubber football or a cotton bag with a lot of corks in it is needed. The game is to tag the other canoe by throwing this into it. The rules are as in ordinary cross tag. Scouting scouts are sent out in pairs or singly a number of points are marked on the map at equal distances from camp and the scouts draw straws to see where each goes if one place is obviously hard the scout is allowed a fair number of points as handicap all set out at same time go direct and return as soon as possible points are thus allowed last back zero for traveling the others count one for each minute they are ahead of the last points up to one hundred are allowed for their story on return sometimes we allow ten points for each turtle they have seen ten for each owl seen and properly named five for each hawk and one each for other wild birds also two for a cat one for a dog no information is given the scout he is told to go to such a point and do so and so but this is fine points if he hesitates or asks how or why, etc. Quicksight Game The Game of Quicksight. Make two boards, about a foot square. Divide each into twenty-five squares. Get ten nuts and ten pebbles. Give to one player one board, five nuts, and five pebbles. He places these on the squares in any pattern he fancies. And when ready, the other player is allowed to see it for five seconds. Then it is covered up, and from memory of what he saw, the second player must reproduce the pattern on his own board. He counts one for each that was right, and takes off one for each that was wrong. They take turn and turn about. This game is a wonderful developer of the power to see and memorize quickly. Farsight, or Spot the Rabbit Take two six-inch squares of stiff white pasteboard, or whitened wood. On each of these, draw an outline rabbit one an exact duplicate of the other. Make twenty round black wafers or spots, each half an inch across. Let one player stick a few of these on one rabbit board and set it up in full light. The other, beginning at one hundred yards, draws near till he can see the spots well enough to reproduce the pattern on the other, which he carries. If he can do it at seventy-five yards, he has wonderful eyes. Down even to seventy, Done three times out of five, he counts high honor. From seventy to sixty counts honor. Below that does not count at all. Pole star. Each competitor is given a long straight stick in daytime and told to lay it due north and south. In doing this, he may guide himself by sun, moss, or anything he can find in nature. Anything, indeed, except a compass. The direction is checked by a good compass corrected for the locality. The one who comes nearest wins. It is optional with the judges whether the use of a timepiece is to be allowed. Rabbit Hunt The game of rabbit hunting is suited for two hunters in limited grounds. Three little sacks of brown burlap, each about eight inches by twelve, are stuffed with hay. At any given place in the woods, the two hunters stand in a ten-foot circle with their bows and arrows. One boy is blindfolded the other without leaving the circle throws the rabbits into good hiding places on the ground then the second hunter has to find the rabbits and shoot them without leaving the circle the lowest number of points wins as in golf if the hunter has to leave the circle he gets one point for every step he takes outside after he sees the rabbit he must keep to that spot and shoot till it is hit once one shot kills it no matter where struck for every shot he misses he gets five points. After his first shot at each rabbit, the hider takes alternate shots with him. If it is the hider who kills the rabbit, the hunter adds ten points to his score. If the hunter hits it, he takes ten off his score. If the hunter fails to find all the rabbits, he scores twenty-five for each one he gives up. The hider cannot score at all. He can only help his friend into trouble. Next time, the two change places. A match is usually for two brace of rabbits. Hostile Spy Hanging from the token pole is a red or yellow horse tail. This is the grand medicine scalp of the band. The hostile spy has to steal it. The leader goes around on the morning of the day and whispers to the various braves, Look out! There's a spy in camp. At length, he gets secretly near the one that he has selected for spy and whispers, Look out! there's a spy in camp, and you are it. He gives him at the same time some bright-colored badge that he must wear as soon as he has secured the medicine scalp. He must not hide the scalp on his person, but keep it in view. He has all day till sunset to get away with it. If he gets across the river or other limit with warriors in close pursuit, they give him ten arrowheads, two and one-half cents each, or other ransom agreed on. If he gets away safely and hides it, he can come back and claim fifteen arrowheads from the council as ransom for the scalp. If he is caught, he pays his captor ten arrowheads' ransom for his life. THE MANHUNT This is played with the scout and ten or more hostiles, or hounds, according to the country, more when it is rough or wooded. The scout is given a letter addressed to the military commandment, usually the lady of the house that he gets to of any given place a mile or two away he is told to take the letter to any one of three given houses and get it endorsed with the hour when he arrived then return to the starting point within a certain time the hostels are sent to a point halfway, and let go by a starter at the same time as the scout leaves the camp they are to intercept him if they catch him before he delivers the letter he must ransom his life by paying each two arrowheads or other forfeit and his captor keeps the letter as a trophy if he gets through but is caught on the road back he pays half as much for his life if he gets through but is over time it is a draw if he gets through successfully on time he claims three arrowheads from each hostel and keeps the letter as a trophy they may not follow him into the house that is the fort but may surround it at 100 yards distance they do not know which three houses he is free to enter, but they do not know that these are within certain limits. The scout should wear a conspicuous badge, hat, shirt, coat, or feather, and may ride a wheel or go in a wagon, etc., as long as his badge is clearly visible. To tag the scout is not to capture. The block A to be binding must be effectual. Hunt the Coon. This is an indoor game founded on the familiar Hunt the Thimble. We use a little dummy coon, either make it or turn a ready-made toy rabbit into one by adding tail and black mask and cropping the ears. All the players but one go out of the room. That one places the coon anywhere in sight, high or low, but in plain view, all come in and seek. The first to find it sits down silently and scores one. Each sits down on seeing it, giving no clue to the others. The first to score three coons is winner, usually. Sometimes we play till everyone but one has a coon. That one is a booby. The others are first, second, etc. Sometimes each is given his number in order of finding it. Then, after seven or eight coons, these numbers are added up, and the lowest is winner. If no coon is available, use a thimble. Spear fights. This is an indoor game with outdoor weapons. The soft-headed, eight-foot spears of the tilting match are used. The contestants stand on barrels eight feet apart. Each tries to put the other off his barrel. It is well to have a catcher behind each player to save him if he falls. Games are for seven, eleven, or thirteen points. Navajo Feather Dance An eagle feather hung on a horsehair, so as to stand upright, is worked by a hidden operator, so as to dance and caper. The dancer has to imitate all its motions. A marionette may be used. It is a great fun maker. Feather football or feather blow. This is an indoor, wet weather game. The players hold a blanket on the knees or on the table. A soft feather is put in the middle. As many may play as can get near. They may be in sides, two or four, or each for himself. At the signal go, each tries to blow the feather off the blanket at the enemy's side, and so count one for himself. A game is usually best out of seven, eleven, or thirteen. Cock fighting. Get two stout sticks, each two feet long. Broomsticks will do. Pad each of these on the end with a ball of rag. These are the spurs. Make an eight-foot ring. The two rivals are on their hunkers, each with a stick through behind his knees. His hands clasped in front of the knees and the arms under the ends of the spurs. Now they close, each aiming to upset the other, to make him lose his spurs, or to put him out of the ring, any of which ends that round and scores one for the victor. If both fall, or lose a spur, or go out together, it is a draw. Battle is for seven, eleven, or thirteen rounds. Hand wrestling. This is a jiu-jitsu game introduced by Dr. L. H. Gulick the two contestants stand right toe to right toe each right hand clasped left feet braced left hand free at the word go each tries to unbalance the other that is make him lift or move one of his feet a lift or a shift ends the round battles are for best out of five seven eleven or thirteen rounds badger pulling the two contestants on hands and knees face each other a strong belt or strap is buckled into one great loop that passes round the head of each, that is, crosses his nape. Halfway between them is a dead line. The one who pulls the other over this line is winner. The contestant can at any time end the bout by lowering his head so the strap slips off, but this counts one against him. The game is best out of 5, seven, eleven, or 13 points. Poison This is an ancient game. A circle about three feet across is drawn on the ground. The players holding hands make a ring around this and try to make one of the number step into the poison circle. He can evade it by sidestepping, by jumping over, or by dragging another fellow into it. First to make the misstep is it for the time or for next game. End of Section 38. Games and Athletic Standards. The Games Part 2.